G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. stop um what the what is that this is a thousand jumpers are we we're starting yes we're starting that was the worst intro you've ever done you suck nah i could have started trading him he's Kyrie. you thought he was the nigga he's not who you gonna replace you <laughs> with jerry terry rosier <laughs> um <laughs> anyway my co-host rob black rob and me jarell that you know whatever you want to call me and uh yeah, we're back. It's been what a week and some change. Has it been? Feels like a lot has happened. Can't relate. We're gonna have our friend Naya on the show. You hear on the Drake reviews. This time there'll probably still be a Drake shot somewhere in this episode. I, I feel it coming. But uh <laughs> we're gonna we gonna get definitely get to Ari Linux debut album, Shea Butter Baby. We're gonna get into Aisha. Hey, hey, hey girl. This guy, DC's finest, by the way. Um, we'll get into Curry's comments on Red Table Talk. There's a lot we're gonna get into, but before we gotta do that, we got playoffs and we got some first take debates. Last night, you look like a first take debate. That didn't even make sense. What type of statement was that? (laughs) So last night, Warriors and and Rockets played, and usually I don't watch these games because I have a bedtime at work. Yo, I just gotta crazy thing to say but it has nothing to do with that and don't say it then because i was like yo my sex is like a first take debate long and loud (laughs) all right that's the edit point so uh, yeah yo I, i had to make it make sense no my audience loves it no. <laughs> One love. Just interrupted my soliloquy, but alright. Back to the topic. About what? I was going to tell you why I don't really watch Warrior games, and then you just interrupted. Because it's on the West Coast. Well, that and. <laughs> Compliment 1030. In the wee hours of the morning? No one looks at Warriors games on the East Coast. Yeah, they do. They're the best team in the league. <laughs> Who? The Warriors have been the best team for the past four or five seasons. They're not the now. best team in the league. Say it off to say, came my brother and I, we watched Endgame. I, it was his first time watching it. Cut TV on. I'm like, yo, the Thunder, I meant the Thunder, the Rockets came back. I'm like, all right. Katie makes the bucket, and then he starts to strain. And I'm like, bro, did he just tear his Achilles? Are you serious? Like, And, again, Katie gets lots of slander on the timeline on a consistent basis. For and he deserves reasons. it. However, 
I think everyone, whether you're rooting for the Warriors or against the Warriors, was just like, no. I mean, like, even though, even if you just take it away from that, from the Warriors thing, it's just like, I think, you know what, I think, you know how, like, Biggie and Tupac's death, like, kind of put beef in perspective with hip-hop? I yeah. think, like, for our generation, Derrick Rose's injury put it in perspective. Like, fam, we really lost greatness. Like, we really lost a chance of seeing that. I was like, KD getting injured, it's like, damn, like, if he tore his Achilles, like... That might be it. Like, KD would come back... Six, seven years. But the prime... It's not 50-60. He's not going for that. It's not happening. At least anytime soon. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. What I'm saying is just the right calf sprain, which is great news. He'll definitely miss the rest of the Western Conference Finals. If if the Warriors, which we'll touch on in a second, beat the Rockets and come back as early as the Western Conference Finals. He'll miss the rest of the semifinals, excuse me, and then if he they win they'll make he can possibly make his debut. Question. In the yeah, answer. Where do you have Steph ranked all time? All time? Roundabout. I mean, he's top 50 for sure, I feel like. Um, if he doesn't win this series, does his ranking fall? Yeah. I mean, okay. but fall to what degree? Like, does this not make him a first ballot Hall of Famer? Like, he's still. No, the first I'm not. No, we're not. I don't go. I'm not. Okay. No, it's a fan. T Mac's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Top five favorite player, but come on now. But Chris Webber wasn't. He's still That's what I'm in. saying. That's why I'm saying I don't go by the Hall of Fame. But I'm just talking about. We're talking about barbershop player rankings, right? And we're. We're analyzing his. Um, what do you if call it? His career. Steph's career. This to me is, is his worst postseason performance. And if he fails to beat the Rockets this series, in my eyes, oh man, this is just this is like the culmination of everything. Like he won his first ring against a beat up Cavs team, right? Sure. They got through the playoff through the Western Conference playoffs against a lot of damaged teams, right? Sure. The next year, they not only got through the Western Conference again against damaged teams, they got to the finals and then lost. Blew a 3-1 lead they did. to a healthy Cavs team. And right. then he got the second best player in the league on his team and has taken a back seat. But he's had better playoffs. Stop. Stop. But here's what I'm saying. That doesn't matter. Like, the difference between Steph and Wade was when Wade won his first ring, that was a hard dub against a really good team, and he got the finals MVP, and he played astounding. Steph did not get the finals MVP. He did not play amazing that series. Then you lose against a healthy team. Then you have KD get the next two MVPs. Both of them, clearly. Not even close. It was more close to last year than the previous year, but yeah, you're right. Fam, the moment that game, that going got tough in any of those games, 
who iced those games? Kevin did. So it's not even close. Steph, you can put your numbers up, but when LeBron was biting at your heels. No, because remember, it was KD debatable was until game three last year. And then Steph was cold and KD was so, just. So for, so for half of the series, it was debatable. Yeah, it was debatable. <laughs> so for two games and then it was a complete wash. I mean, once KD put the team on his back. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay. And you a two-time MVP. One of them happens to be unanimous. The only one of its kind. Why is somebody else putting your team on your back? And if you have an opportunity right now to show us what you're made of, because we've always, what people said, oh, we've been robbed of seeing Steph go for 30 a game because KD's on the squad. You have a chance to show your ass. If you fail to beat the Rockets, you're up 3-2. If you fail to win either of these two games. But then, wait, wait, wait. Now... Now I'm being devil's advocate. You mentioned Steph. This is the Rockets' best chance to not only beat the Warriors, but to actually go to the NBA Finals. Now, whether they win or not, completely different story. Of course. If James Harden or Chris Paul can't win these next two games, where does that leave their legacies? Because that's huge. It's less on Chris Paul and more on James Harden. I don't know. Chris Paul's Paul's 40. Chris non-existent this whole Doesn't matter. Chris Paul, no, he's played bad. Or, and not even just bad. He hasn't even played bad. He just hasn't played good, like great. Like, he's made timely assists and things. He just hasn't produced at the level you would think. But, I mean, he's old. He tore his hamstring or whatever last year. Like, he was injured this year for, like, 30 games. Like, you're old and that, like, so it's like, for me, I don't put him down that much because, like, it's it's it'd be like trying to blame Melo right now. It's like, it's to a point in his career where he no longer can impose his will like that on the game. So I won't fault him as much. I mean, still, you blew an opportunity. And that obviously shows, like, yo, you just not winning the ring. That's going to be a knock because, like, you've had opportunities. Like, before it was, like, he did. I never thought he underperformed. Like, I'm like, yo, his team's just ass. Well, they just weren't, weren't built to win in the postseason, so he lost. But he's had a couple opportunities now, and they have failed. So that's a knock against him. It'd be more of a knock against Harden, though. He's padded the stats once again this year. And I say that not disrespectfully, but just saying, like, he's maxed out his stats once again. If you get 37 a game in the regular season, 11 assists, and then you fall flat in the playoffs, like, no, you you can't walk through that unscathed. Like, I can't on one hand shit on Steph and then pardon that. So it's a two-way street. This... I mean, it hurts Steph more for me because I think it's it's a it's a larger fall for me. Like I have right. Steph higher on my ranking than Harden. But if and and we you mentioned Steph, if Harden can't get over this hump, with the West getting even better, is his window officially closed? Because remember, they went no. all in. Like other teams, because of the Warriors, you know, reign of dominance. They're like, you know what? We'll wait it out. Like the the Nuggets have a young nucleus, so even if they don't make it to the NBA Finals this year. They got a team where they could be going in the next two, three years if they stay. Let me tell you you the difference. What's the difference? I fundamentally believe that James Harden is a better player than Steph Curry is, especially at this point in his career. And I think that he can still affect the game at a way higher level. 
And I I'm don't not know if he'll ever be able to get to this point. But I'm saying this ever like again. But I'm and saying for he, me, and if he chokes again because you know Harden's known for choke. Like Steph chokes, and it doesn't get talked about. Harden's hell. chokes have been known since 2012, bro. But here's oh. what I'm saying though. But here's what I'm saying. In the next five years, I can see Harden playing at an MVP level, and I think he has five more shots to get to the finals. Like I think, as long as you're playing at that level, you have an opportunity to reach that. I don't think that Steph can affect that because I think when he was MVP, Steph, Draymond was younger, Udala was younger, Clay Thompson was younger. If Clay leaves, he's not winning shit with him and Dre. That's a wrap. Um, is Draymond a free agent this year? Uh, next year. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if the Warriors have to start from scratch or and build around Steph, I don't think that they're a championship team but going it, forward. And even if you mention the Rockets, what I saw Stephen A. said their backcourt is getting 65 mil a year. That's and, true. And then they're like PJ's not young. You can no. shift people around though. I mean, say they say they say they come to us and say, "Give us Wall, we'll give you old Chris Paul and some picks." We cheaper contract, a cheaper contract, and like I mean, like, but I'm saying, like, you you can maneuver around, and with Harden being so good, like I'm saying, the, what I have, the faith I have in him. As far as like at the very least regular season wise, he's always going to win fifty games. Like he's, like, I think you're putting a lot of faith in Harden, and I don't. No, he's not, a stat. not for five. You're never going to have a bad Harden season in the regular season. It's not going to happen for the foreseeable future for the next five years. It's not happening. But you're saying he got at least another five years to contend for a title. And well, I if you like, get in the playoffs, what did you do? I mean, yeah. Well, I'm not saying he won't make the playoffs <laughs> for the next five years, but you're saying win. I think they if they don't win it this year, I don't you, think they you, ever win. You get in the playoffs, but I'm saying you have a look. You get in the playoffs with Harden, okay, right? I mean, the law of averages says, hey man, what if, all it takes is for him to get it right one postseason. All oh, that's all it takes. But like, sometimes there's things that goes in your favor, like last year and this year have been the two best chances of him going to the finals as the main player, right? Sure. If he doesn't win it this year, bro, I don't know. But Harden's, what, 26, 28 or something? Harden is like 20. He's not. How old is James Harden? I want to say he's 20. He can't be 26. Okay, because I think Kawhi's like 27 or something like that, right? So Harden is. Kawhi's older than us. Well, I mean, 27 is older than us, but like. Harden's 29. Yeah. Five more years? Yeah. He could be at 34? Yeah. He's and mastered he's offense. Steph five? Nah, B. Because Steph hasn't mastered offense. Steph has been an amazing shooter who we've seen consistently game planned out the playoffs. That's because he like, goes cold, not because like, he gets out. No, because he gets out schemed. You don't just go cold being the best shooter of all time. That doesn't happen. That that notion where the greatest shooter of all time just goes cold, no, he's been schemed out. I've seen Deladova chase him around. I've seen the Cavs have answers. They have the answers for Steph. KD fucked up the whole plan. Like, I've seen it, and I'm saying it's 
easier to game plan Steph out of a game than it is to do Harden because Harden has the ball 99% of the time. And if this guy can still get 10 free throws a game, like he's still going to impact that game. We've seen Steph go completely blank. No clutch moments this playoffs. When, when we say he's lost, he just hasn't performed. He has not performed. We saw the Rockets go against the Jazz and have played a horrible game. And, and James Harden was trash, right? Right. But in the clutch moments, who was making those buckets? Harden. Clutch three. Clutch layup. Clutch free throws. As long as he has the ball in his hand which he always does, there's a chance for him to produce. I've seen Steph taken out of games. Like, that's the difference for me. Like, And with that team, that I don't think that team is going to be that level of the team, it's easier to take Steph out. You can, I think Harden's, Harden's reached that LeBron level, where it's like you can just plug pieces around LeBron, and he's going to succeed. Like, you give him some shooters, he'll make it work. We'll we'll see, man. I I'm, I don't see five. I could say another three. Yeah, three to five. I don't know. I think you have more I faith in James Harden than I do. I have. I, I'll say this: wherever Steph's is, he's he's got a longer window than Steph does. And we'll we'll see in the coming. In the this coming is his season. last hoorah. Anything is possible. So let's, let's get the other topics because we got a lot to talk about. Giannis, man, they annihilated. The new Superman. They annihilated the Celtics. Like I said. And I agreed. After the game one scare, they pretty much got the things back in I, order. What did I say after game one? I don't know. <laughs> I said, oh, they're going to win the next ones. How are you going to do that? They go do, I said, Giannis is going to get that first game out. Oh, so this is what a team that can actually beat us plays like. Okay, cool. And then he's going to go back to being Giannis. And what did he do? The next four games, he dominated them. That's like average with 30, 30. The new Superman. So, you know, um, the biggest thing from there is you and I both had the Bucks going to the NBA Finals. We'll see mm-hmm. if the Raptors can close out tonight. Is this the end for Kyrie? And if so, where does he go? Where does he go in your mind? The end for Kyrie in, in Boston? Boston? In Boston. Of course. In his career, no. Of course. He, like, Boston isn't what he thought Boston was. Brad Stevens is not as great of a coach as y'all tried to suck his dick for. The roster is not as great as y'all tried to make it out. Like, Jason Tatum is nowhere near mellow, no matter how much penis you suck. Um, yeah, it was like Kobe ruined the Celtics, like Kyrie trained with him and Jason Tatum. <laughs> And then they both failed. Hey, like, man. Kobe's that, that Laker love, yo. Runs deep. <laughs> but, um, like, yeah, like, I think, like I said, Kyrie can go anywhere. I think the Knicks are a viable option, but it's weird because, like, if Katie and Kyrie, that seems amazing when they're on because it's like two people who are walking buckets. You can't stop him. You can't stop either of them. But they're both hissy fitters. They both are known habitual tantrum throwers. So once one habitual gets in the two... tantrum thrower. That's a new one. You might, yes. You might have to coin that one. And that, like that once... That might go somewhere, Rob. I'll, I'll coin that now. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm serious. 
when let's say something gets let's say Draymond wilds out right in the next game and you oh, like he's another one? that yo that's gonna go viral bro like, you might have to get that like as a shirt or something like that's that's hard <laughs> I'm trying I'm, uh, Rob I see the vision and it's nice I'm trying to <laughs> alright y'all heard it first but like that's what I'm saying like once they once they get in that zone that mode Kyrie's not going to speak to KD. KD's going to feel some type of way. And then it's the Knicks. So that's going to be amplified times a million. But everything changes if they get Zion. Dun, dun, no, it dun. doesn't. Because Zion does nothing for that team with KD and Kyrie there. Like, that becomes a win-now situation. Zion is not going to contribute to any team in a win-now situation. Like, that's why everybody, all the talk with the pick, of the Zion pick was never... When it was like, if the Lakers get the first pick, they get Zion. No, the whole talk has been, if we get the first pick, we're trading that shit. Because Zion's not winning anything his first year. <laughs> like, it's not. Thank you. Speaking of the Lakers, they said they're going to do a protest uh, outside Staples tomorrow. <laughs> the Lakers are in samples, and man. Even they was like, there's people in the franchise that want Genie Bus to trade LeBron, which would be insane. <laughs> Um, no, it wouldn't. I think it, I mean, I think it's stupid, but not insane. I That'd mean, the it, most in theory, if you could get since the Sixers traded Will Chamberlain, bro, like it would be of that matter. First of all, I have no idea who they traded Will Chamberlain for. So you see what you I'm might. saying? But um, <laughs> who do you well, for LeBron? <laughs> any any superstar? If if the Raptors do a sign and trade with Kawhi or something, you're not doing that. For LeBron in Toronto, are you? Yeah, it don't matter. I'm the Lakers. Yeah, I don't know where he goes. If the Raptors get LeBron, y'all really go hate that. Oh yeah, your man's is gonna be full on weirdo. (laughs) Yo, them pictures. Them pictures. When he was up under his arm, LeBron. Oh, they coming back. They they coming back. Drake gonna be at the shop every week. Yeah, y'all don't y'all don't need that. Like, no, like, but I'm just saying, like, if I'm the Lakers, like, you have to, you, there's, this is no, like, you know how, like, DeMarcus Cousins got, got traded for, like, Buddy Hills and shit? There's no, there's no sum of all parts trade with LeBron. You better get a bona fide superstar in return. We're talking Anthony Davis. We're talking Kawhi Leonard. We're talking, um, who else is even available? Yo, if he, what if they sign and traded LeBron to the, um, Warriors, like yo, Damn. KD's leaving. So give us KD, and we'll give you LeBron. Fan. <laughs> First of all, KD would be so mad. <laughs> He'd be dropping sixty in LA, and wouldn't be going anywhere. <laughs> that'd be that'd be nuts, bro. But um, and then like LeBron. I mean, LeBron on the Warriors. It's now that's. Two more rings, two, three more rings. Like, uh, imagine like Steph coming off a screen and LeBron gets the pass in the ball. You do realize that means anywhere Steph is on the court, he can get the ball now? Yeah. <laughs> like, LeBron sees everything. So on one side, you got Clay Roman, on the other side, you got Steph lollygagging. Like, oh, cut he doesn't even have to play defense like that. He can snipe again. Like, 
yo, Dre and Clay, y'all, y'all play man to man. I'm just gonna roam and block everything. You think KD's a shot blocker? Come on now. No, that'd be, no. I actually don't get any ideas, guys. None of that shit. I actually, I don't even know. Would I root for them if LeBron goes? Since we're speaking of the Lakers, before we go and bring Nye on the podcast, Max Kellerman set off uh, sports Twitter and everyone else by saying Kawhi is better in the clutch than Kobe Bryant. So, you know, Kobe Hive and most basketball fans were like, huh? And Stephen A. <laughs> and Jason Williams and Jay Williams just became another meme. Well, I think this is Jay's first meme. But Stephen A. became another one. It's like, what? As it was hilarious. It's just like, you know what's weird, though? It's like, we, it's, it's the funniest thing, like, how we acknowledge that different eras have different style of play, right? Right. Like, so loosely, we talk about, like, oh, man, Oscar Robinson's triple-doubles are inflated because of the pace. Same thing with Wilt's numbers. Or, like, this co- this basketball now is way more in the open court now. So it's easier, again, for Russ to get a triple-double with all that effort. I mean, or whatever you, people say, right? And then, but when it comes to certain stats, no one really attributes that to that. Like, no one realizes that. It's way. It was way harder to get a clutch bucket then, with the level of defense and fouling and things. Then, yeah, then now, then now. So it's like if you think right now, Kobe Bryant ISO is on a player like prime Kobe or Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi, you a beast, robotic like, and yeah, but Kobe's got more moves. Hundred percent, and one like, and that's the thing. Like the problem with like, if you say LeBron, I want LeBron in the clutch over Kobe. It's even it's a bigger thing. It's like LeBron hits tough shots, and you know at the end of the day, LeBron's generally going to make the right play. Like if he gets doubled or tripled, he's going to find the guy. That's when you start thinking into Kobe's mentality. Like yo, he's gonna he's not going to pass the ball if there's three people on him. But you can't even use that with Kawhi because Kawhi ain't passing the ball neither. Like, when you seen Kawhi pass on a double team, like, if anything, he just dribbles harder and just tries to score harder. Like, so, like, I mean, I see what he, I mean, stats is stats, and you can say. And that's, the thing with Max, like, I see stats, but when I saw it, I didn't, I wasn't watching a lot, but it was just like, he said what? Like. It's like, you can't, like, that's the thing, like, like, what Stephen A said, like, you can't tell me. A 19 career, 19 year career where like at least 13, 14 of them I was really good or great. And you've been clutch for maybe a year or two in your whole career. But then also what Stephen A said, clutch just isn't the last like 30 seconds. It's also leading. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, like if I'm, if you're down, if my team is down 20 going into the fourth quarter and I score 20 points or so, in the beginning of the fourth quarter to bring them back? Well, like, I'm orchestrating that? Does that not... Are we not taking account of that? Right. 
Like that's a that's willing a team to victory. Like that oh because it's not in the last twenty seconds all of a sudden that doesn't matter. And that's why I always hated stats like that because when it came to like the LeBron thing, it'd be like LeBron's got forty five points, thirteen rebounds, and twelve assists. Oh, but he missed a free throw at the end. It's like fam, at forty five points, thirteen rebounds, and twelve assists. Suck my dick. <laughs> he like, didn't score like when, in overtime in game. It's like when y'all were trying to slot pin. It's like, oh my goodness, Kobe scored those points in that game four. First of all, you were doing Reggie Miller. Any good shooting guard could do him. No, One. but the fact that Shaq went out and, two, and it was Shaq it was, had forty points. He had like forty and twenty. But still, Shaq. It doesn't matter. Like if the score is ninety to like eighty-eight, and I have forty and twenty, I don't ever want to hear you say anything against me. I'm the reason we're even in this situation. And you Rob, can't go you're off. You're right. However, even with Shaq scoring forty and twenty, they didn't they didn't win the game until Kobe did what he did in overtime. Yeah, you know guys. why? Because no one else was doing anything. That's not Shaq's fault. I have forty and twenty. I don't care what you say. <laughs> like, stop talking to me. Like, if I have forty and twenty, we lose, and you dare speak a word against me at the press conference, I pick the mic up and throw it at your face. <laughs> like, I, I yo. Like you- See, the Lord knew not to make you a highly regarded player because you would have done a lot. I would have whipped my there. dick out on national television like, suck it. <laughs> are you are you bullshitting me? It's like you can't, you can never speak anything to me if I have a triple double, and I'm not, I'm not seven for forty. Like if I have like a LeBron triple double. Dog, don't talk to me. They never speak my name. Like Skip Bayless would. You thought Water Pistol Pete was bad? If I was LeBron, I'd go straight to Undisputed and just write, run off my stats and say, You've done. I pull a Richard Sermon. You've done nothing in your life compared to me. Stop speaking my name, you peasant. <laughs> and I'd leave. Like, you would. He would. Like, he would be. It would the same way he's never going to speak Jalen Rose's name again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like you. He'd have to find a new thing because if I'm LeBron, you'd never say my name again. Like you've done nothing, nothing, and yet you consistently bash me. You're not even critiquing. I believe anybody can critique anybody. Like if you have real knowledge of a game, you can critique, but right. you will not get on there and be a hater for your whole career. We don't know you. Like, anybody in our age range, we don't know all that I wrote about the Cowboys and shit. We don't know none of that shit, Skip. All we know you about is hating on LeBron James for no reason. And I'm walking around giving you triple-doubles in the play. I give you two back-to-back triple-doubles, and you talking about some nigga who can't leave his team past the second round saved me? Ooh, there'd be a lot of penis for him to suck, man. I'd be... You think Shannon's bad with the goat mask? If I was LeBron, I'd come there with the goat mask on. And then do like The Rock does with the people's elbow joint. Throw it yeah. right at Skip's face. Knit <laughs> the base. Shut up, peasant. I'm the king. Who are you? And like, on that what? note, you know, we're going to take a quick break. Gotta get an eye on the podcast. So, for Rob's sake, we're we going to play um, King Combs. And this new song with Ty Dollar Sign, good to you. So, yeah, we're going to play that. And after that, here's Night. And we're going to talk Aisha Curry, Ari Lennox, and everything in between. So, y'all, y'all got to tune in for that. Dollar Sign. 
Took a trip out of town with Lil V and Kai Met a pretty brown skin, said she from NY Me and Shorty do or die, we been twisting the lot She never been to Shanghai, well I got a surprise If you like what you hear, we can leave tonight Fly straight out of the country on a red eye Pick you up in the Wraith, ain't no Jedi And on my TL, I see you like I'm left eye I'm from the city where the skinny niggas chest out I brought you, I ain't worried about the rest out The only question that I ask, am I next up? And is it good to you? Is it good to you? Little shawty, is it good to you? Tell me, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Little baby, is it good to you? Baby, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Tell me, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Is it good to you? Yeah. Took a trip to Miami, hit up Cali the French Versace mansion for the week, see why yeah and we there Do live on a church day, just birthday Hit your pussy in the worst way, it's a murk day I've been ballin' like a dog, said her name is up Jet skis all day, is it wet like the ocean? How I look, how it taste, do you feel what I feel? Gucci slippers on the yacht, I'm just keeping it real Have you ever been to Cali, fucking high in the hill? Kicking shit with my pops, I'm a legend like Will Biggie said birthdays was the worst days Now we sip champagne when we thirsty But is it good to you? Is it good to you? Little shawty, is it good to you? Tell me, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Little baby, is it good to you? Baby, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Tell me, is it good to you? Oh, yeah, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Is it good to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pull up, fuck it up You can't break this trust Cause we you in the VVs This day was us But they can't keep up Damn, that ass is so fat When you throw that shit back And I know that it's all for me So good to me Yeah, it's good to me They say Cali girls bougie and bad, feet on the gas, like a mad ghetto with class, titties and ass, Chanel bags, but you overrated. Come fuck with the winners, cause the rest hate. But is it good to you? Is it good to you? Little shawty, is it good to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Little baby, is it good to you? Baby, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Tell me, is it good to you? Yeah, is it good to you? Is it good to you? Is it good to you? So we're back, and we got a friend, a very special friend. Uh, now she's officially has the record for most podcast appearances in history. Oh, Welcome back, Naya. Naya, it's good to have you back. Yes, I actually was going to have you fact check about whether or not I was the most featured guest on my podcast. So thank you for confirming. Yeah, absolutely. But do we count that? Remember those times when we first started and I had to call in? What? So do that count? No, because I might want to hold the record on my own podcast. <laughs> no, You're that doesn't bullshit. count. That's some bullshit. Because yeah, that means we both it? called in, so that means we'd be tied. So no. <laughs> All right, cool. A thousand jumpers, not nine. What? what? We get the dub. What is wrong with you? How do you go get the team? So have I earned a correspondent title? Yes. Like I, I don't even know how to spell correspondent. So like. 
I mean, just a PR. Let's meet, let's meet halfway here. Every, every time I see Nia, she out doing big things. She popping out here, so it's it's cool. Hey, man. Wow, it's still great to have friends who who uh, just hype me up like that. Thank you. Drill only hype know, people up so you can hype Anytime him up you later. Some, I'm in the comments, fire emoji, like let's no, go. No, but really. <laughs> he, so he's a creep. He's definitely, definitely. Dope. Rob, you'd be like, Uh-oh. you'd be like having the baby. He'd be like, fire. <laughs> like what? That's what friends are supposed to do. Like oh shit, going to Iraq, crazy. <laughs> Yo, Jarrell, yo, I'm about tired of this. Shit, nah, like man. when I did the uh, the whole full circle with Beyonce's Netflix drama, I was like, yo, that's that's dope. Like, that's okay. dope. Or her speaking at University of Maryland to their NABJ. That's hard, like, That's Nia. Like, that's that's my fam, yo. Like, <laughs> that's dope. But yeah, all right, I, I, all right, I, whenever too. my homies win, I always take pride. Like, those are my homies. That's what's know? up, though. And, you know, it, it means a lot coming from you because, you know, like, hey, man, you've you seen it happen since my freshman, sophomore year of college. Like, yeah, since, since the very, like, for you, it's the very beginning. I've known you since your freshman year, which is wild. Yeah. And the seed of progression is crazy. Indeed. <laughs> we, chose, we chose good friends, people we knew who were, like, on their way. Yep. And speaking of good friends, shout out to Darrell just gets lucky. He's always on with you. And like his IG story today was funny. Like someone said he looked like flies. (laughs) (laughs) I was crying. I was like, bro. Man, what? When he said that, I like, I shout out to you, Miles. I like replied to it and I was like, Miles, you look like somebody famous, but I just don't know who. And he said, well, some people say I look like Gunna. What? So- <laughs> he don't? No, he don't. Miles he look looks just like-, like that nigga, bro. <laughs> he look like he could be his brother. Miles you look like Mac Wilds, bro. That's who you remind me of. No, he don't. Know. Stop. He does look like Mac Wilds. What? He looks yep. like Mac Wilds, bro. He does kind of look like him. It's like every time I see you, Miles, it's like you look like somebody. I just can't put my finger on it. We do. That's who it is. That's who it is. Shout out to Miles and shout out to his brother, Mac Wiles. <laughs> that was a gun and a little baby. He does not look like Plaza. <laughs> I look like hey, Plaza is funny. <laughs> that had me roll. I was like, Plies, bro. Whoever did that. Oh, that's that's hilarious. But oh, all right. So the reason we got you here, Naya, we got a couple of topics we need your opinion on. But the first one is telling Rob is here. Ari Lennox. What the hell? Debut. Shade oh, baby. I was like, what? The, how you throw me in the fire? Nah, because I've been telling you. I'm like, when Ari dropped this album, is on. And you're like, all right, whatever. You know, Dreamville. Who cares? You got like, like I said, she was trash. <laughs> but you don't be giving people their props, so not no, either. I don't be jumping off on sucking titties before they drop music. That's what happens. Like I don't be coming out there like, oh yeah. I'd be like, let's let's wait till the project drops. You be on that other shit. Anyway, Naya, I'll let you go first. <laughs> What's your take on the album? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Shea Butter, baby. I don't know what Rob's talking about. Yeah, I don't know. What I'm talking about. I don't get on hype trains like Jarrell do. 
you got to show and prove with me. Jarrell be like, no, I just love you. You seem like a nice person. Anyway, Naya, floor is yours. <laughs> well, you guys, so I have wrote, like, I took some notes on the album because that's how how invested it was. You know it's crazy when the guests do more work than we do. What? Uh, we mean <laughs> you, yeah. What notes do you have? <laughs> I have my notes. Lies. He about to wing it. Watch. Go ahead, Naya. <laughs> Um, I had to know what I was talking about because I was very invested in this album. I, I, I've seen Ari Lennox live twice. The first time I actually saw her was in D.C. And that's when, like, I was a casual Ari Lennox fan. Um, I really liked Faux, but it wasn't like I was listening to Faux every day until I seen her live. Have y'all seen Ari Lennox live? No, no, nope. mad because the Shea Butter Baby tour sold out in like five minutes, and then it did. Got, I mean, it sold out like in a day, but like she got Baby Rose, Baby Rose as the opener. Now, nah, if you're not hip, get hip. Thank well, me I later. To get hip, okay. Yeah, Thank, I was, I was there. There. Okay, she's up next. But yeah, like I'm mad. I can't go to that show. Like days love. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Darrell Swartz, he was the GOAT. I told you Tribe was going to be coming. <laughs> nah, you was like, see that, see the next nigga. Listen, when Tribe came out, Darrell had everybody on that shit. Oh, oh my like, goodness. Yo, when this is go, I'm like, give it three weeks, it's out of here. And I was like, whatever. And then, boom. Anyway. <laughs> I felt like. And then she was out of there in another three weeks. Darrell went to like the, the national meeting of black people and he gave a whole presentation about Tribe because he, he, <laughs> yeah, he was so excited. He put out a group text like, "Come on, y'all, please, please listen to this girl's song." He, he act like he produced the record, like he was getting money for it. He was like, "Yo, per stream, come on." He was the I was one. Like, my guy, bro. They need to cut Jarella check. <laughs> Nigga be in parties requesting it. Yo, play that new Days Low. What? Yo, I, it's funny you say that. So I remember I told oh, Brian the day of our party. Because <laughs> it came out when our party, like, right before we, you know, the first uh, bonfire joint. Mm-hmm. And he thought that she was just my man. So I was like, Brian, you got to play this. And he's like, all right, whatever. And then we kept hearing it. He was like, bro, I thought that was your man's that she was telling you about. She dope. <laughs> I'm like, see? <laughs> but, you know, our party was a success regardless. So. It, it was. always been a success. Well, be- before we go back to Ari, I just have to say, Shout out to my friend Cassandra who will die on the hill that a boogie stole Dave's loaf. <laughs> well, I don't even know who a boogie's fans are. So. I don't know. Got a fan base. Um, he, he I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he do. But like, I just don't know. Somebody that a boogie wouldn't have a flow without Dave's loaf. So shout out. He has the flow. A boogie was to me when I heard. I saw it. Like for me. I saw A Boogie open up for Jacquees, and I was like, yo. Oh, this- God. You know you bad if you open up for him. <laughs> One, that's not true. This was 2016, and it's rare that an opening like fire music. And you're like, yo, this dude is dope. <laughs> and I told told my boys, I'm like, it's the New York speaker knockers. And they was like, all right, whatever. And then oh Drake came gosh. out in the garden that summer, and I was like, yep, sounds about right. So, yeah, but A Boogie's cool. Well, I'm... I- all your, I want your whole fan base. I want y'all to listen to a few A Boogie songs. 
and listen to a few days love songs and let us know your take oh don't do not waste your evening guys <laughs> and, and and at rob let him let him know all your <laughs> if, you, if you at me i'm cussing you out <laughs> I'm coming my mentions about no damn A Boogie or no Days Love. I swear to God. Let's start a dialogue, Chris. <laughs> All right, Chuck. <laughs> Watch out now. <laughs> so, what are some of your favorite songs on um, Shea Butter Baby? Okay, well, you guys know I love BMO. That's about to be the thought bop of the summer. Okay, I have. I want you to finish, and then I have a a, a question or a take for you for that. So go okay. ahead. Okay. Um. So I really loved um the Buster Rhymes sample. That was great, and I felt like it had it borrowed from the cadence of Aaliyah's "More Than a Woman" and like the verses which is a song that I love. Like, everything about BMO is just, it's too short. That's my only um, thing that I find wrong with the song. But everything else, that's a hit. That need to be the single. We need a video. <laughs> what you got to say? <laughs> okay, for me, <clears throat> my only critique is, I think that album's amazing. And everyone like you, um, I know Broderick, y'all champion BMO. I think BMO's a, a good song. I don't see that as the hit. Like, I don't personally what? know the hit. I don't think this album has any, like, crazy songs. Like, no, you're like, wrong. crazy meaning, like, yo, these are hit records that we're going to bump on the radio. Like, for me, it, it's a great album start to finish. Like, Chicago Baby is an amazing intro. Whipped Cream is still fire. Um, Broke is cool. I like that a lot. What else was some of my favorite joints on it? I would say those just off top. New Apartment, amazing. New Apartment, that's going to mean a lot to people. Like, New Apartment is, everyone's getting a new apartment. So it's like, hey, like, I, you know that feeling. But I just don't think it's going to be the the hit record. BMO is dope, and it has that 808, that knock. But for me, I don't hear it. If I'm wrong, i gladly be wrong. Like, it's a song I play. I'll tell you you're wrong, Jarrell. Alright. It deserves a video and everything. I just don't see it going far on the radio. What? That's just me. <laughs> I, nah. I, Jarrell, you know you know what Jarrell's Jarrell, man, last time I heard Jarrell talk about a radio record was Wale Sign album. And he was like, yo, this joint got four singles that's all going smashed on the radio. None of them smashed on the radio. Okay, Wale's label <laughs> failed him. <laughs> That album was full of hit records. That's not my problem. But I'm just saying, your prediction was horrible. You know, Jarrell, honestly, I feel like, and no offense to you. No, that's fine. Ooh, it's about to be offensive. (laughs) No, No, I honestly feel like Shea Butter Baby is an album specifically for black women. And that's that's not. I don't know why you did that, Rob. And not saying that. How do you marginalize an album that fast? <laughs> what? I'm not saying that it's not meant for everyone to enjoy, but I think it was meant for only black women to truly understand. Uh, oh, so now she's got a woman like J. Cole album? Yo, stop. <laughs> what are we doing here? I love the album. But <laughs> even Ari in the... I'm not saying... It's, did you not hear when I said... It's only for you to understand? Because it's not... 
everyone can enjoy this album, but some of the things that she was talking about, I felt like even when she said in her interlude, all y'all niggas need to leave the room. I want to talk to my ladies right now. No, that's real. Like, like we, we've been in there. It was like, all right, we got to go. Like, like, I think a lot of these experiences and lyrics and things that she was alluding to, she definitely wanted to cater to black women almost like lemonade that is an album made for black women to understand like <laughs> but i think lemonade had more so we can't understand this. that and then if we really if we want to make this a hot take i think the second half of this album is better than the first half like from I speak to me nah to static is nah. nothing but heat Nah. But that's like seven of the last that's seven songs. That's not half the album. Okay, from New Apartment to Static. Heat. Like <laughs> the whole album is heat. No, it is heat, but for me I like So what does that even mean? Like, Let me tell you, you. FaceTime. The whole FaceTime. album is heat, but the second half is like, oh mate, what? Okay, okay, okay. Let me break it down. You look at New Apartment, right? Really love that record. Then you go from New Apartment to FaceTime. In terms of relatability, this speaks volumes. Then from later, then from FaceTime to Pop, bro, Pop, Pop is that that slow, you know, like one a.m. We in the club, go find you a shorty. Like that's Pop. Mmm, mmm, mm, okay. I've been I, dope whipped cream. I mean, the shit. I've been over Pop though. Mm. Take it. I've been over pop. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I think I've been is I like that song better than pop, but I think pop just because of her chorus alone has that appeal in the club for me. Okay. Like if we playing okay. at a party, I think I will play pop. But what I'm playing more is I've been. If anybody is playing a song at a party, it's gonna be being love. And I'm not saying I disagree with you. I think Rob, <laughs> Rob said something, and maybe Rob can test to it after I finish speaking, where it was like, these songs are good, but it's similar to Bryson Tiller because we champion the movement. The songs that were good become great, and they last on radio. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like the whole old tide rides and all that shit. Everything rides with the tide or whatever. That's going to be her. She's the next star. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying she's not the next star. I think like, BMO so. is a, a good song. Like it's not like it came on this trash. I like it. I'm just thinking like how I hear songs and how I hear it on radio. I don't know unless her momentum grows, which it can, which it will. It's the summertime. I'm telling like, you, this is a and this album is that's the music that's needed right now. Yeah, like, like she's gonna get like you know how especially how streaming is she's gonna have like five records on like the Billboard 100, like. She's gonna be. She's gonna pop off. But Ritz, I don't think Ari is necessarily meant to be like a artist who's gonna be topping the chart. I don't think that's and, where. And that's my thing. That's <laughs> what does that mean? Any no. artist can top the charts. No, okay. I'm, I'm not saying that they can't rob. I'm just saying I think Ari is just one of those artists who has a really strong core fan base who is going to support her. I don't think she's meant to appeal to a wide audience. Shout out to Ari. I'm I, not going to put you in a box on your I'm first not, album. I'm going to put her into a box, but I'm saying I think... 20,000 records the first week. What? <laughs> That's what y'all saying. Uh, no, like, not. <laughs> just like this album, I don't think Ari cares about appealing to a wide audience. I, think I agree. 
about who support her. And the people who support her are the people who are selling out her tours in five minutes. When she when she come out there with them big records in her next album, y'all gonna be like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, so for me, I'm oh, I look man. at Ari like scissor. So when I heard when I first heard control, I was hyped for it just like I was for this album. And I'm like, okay. I'm hearing the records. I like the records. Like when I heard Love Galore, I liked it, but I'm like, that's not the one. When we got to the weekend, I was like, that's it. Like that's the record that's gonna go. I mean, control. And then you hear other records that are good too, like Gogina could go or other things like that. Y'all, y'all probably not gonna um, agree with me. Like this is about to be crazy. <laughs> no, I can see it. Like the first, the feeling that I got the first time I heard Control is how I felt when I heard Shea Butter Baby. Like I didn't know what I was gonna expect, but then when I finished, I was like, "Wow!" Like I'm gonna be listening to this over and over again. Like my sis is really related to me on a fe- from a female perspective. Yeah. I got the same thing. Except for pop, I just I don't know. I just you don't like pop. Pop isn't my pop isn't my cup of tea. Love that. You know what it is though. If she would have took out that lyric about if I pop this pussy, promise you gonna make me your wife. Like I guess I just like I don't know. When I be on some whole shit, I just be on some whole shit. I don't be on like um, oh my god. Like if I have sex with you, make me your wife. Unless it's like from a perspective like maybe that's my- how y'all be getting caught up. But that's a whole nother subject. What? <laughs> like I be it be an in and out mission. Like if we just if we just smash it, we just smash it. Like I'm not don't I'm no, I'm not gonna sell you a dream and don't try to sell me one. What? What kind of utopia is she preaching? Unless everybody's selling dreams nowadays. Huh? Nowadays. When every is, year. I must say that's that's been a thing. From the dawn of time we've been selling dreams. Get out of here. Hopefully women, man. And she can clarify this lyric for me. Unless she just like talking about like she gives some dick so bomb and she just talking crazy. Like, come on. <laughs> like maybe that's what she meant. And that's that's what she meant? Alright, I'm behind the song. <laughs> I heard pop and I was like, Oh, this this that, you know, throw that in the playlist and we good. Like the Durell is a I need to have sex to music, guy. I just have it. You, you can never go without it. But that doesn't mean I do that, so yeah. <laughs> you do what? What? Have it to music. Like, you can have something. It's like, in case for emergency, but, you know, it's whatever. You know, this is how I know Jarrell's like a brother to me, because when he's listening and talk about this, I just want to... Oh Yo, this is funny. Yo, he said that shit like it was like Viagra in, in the tub. Like, yo, just in case I need to get it cracking, I got a playlist. I the same way feel about my siblings. Like, I don't want to think about that. Like, oh my goodness. No, no, no. And, and speaking of other raunchy music, did you hear Tink's new project, or that's just me? Yeah, I, I listened to it and I took notes on Tink's project just because I wanted to be prepared. So, See, you know. Tink is one of my, like, Rob likes Dreezy. Like, that's his girl. My girl is Tink. So, I got excited. I'm like, oh, Tink about to drop something. I'm already about to cop. And I, I love it. Like, it's it's three different viewpoints. The, the girl, the baby father, and then the other dude she cheating on him with. 
and I like how the voicemails kind of paint a uh, paint a picture. So for me, I love it. And then the lone feature has Dej Loaf, so it's ironic we talk about Dej Loaf. Uh-huh. <laughs> that song that, that got his dope. That would be a hit from the from um from the project. You said what will be the hit? No, I'm saying that song that she has with Dej Loaf up late. I think that would be the hit. Yeah, I agree. Is that one? Her uh her sample of um I wanna be down, I was like, alright, that's a smooth joint. I didn't like that. Oh, coming through with the sample. <laughs> I'm a pass on, pass on that one. Are you gonna come pass on, man? That? I, di- I didn't like that. Tink had Timbaland, yo. You better come with some crazy stuff to not be with Timbaland now. <laughs> like the joints I like I like ride it. I already like different. Uh Liddy again. Again? Someone got another one? <laughs> but it's not the meat. That's what I'm it's talking about. <laughs> nah, it's what not I say, no idea is original, man. You know, the song, I really like, I know she released different as a single before she dropped the project. I really like that song. I agree. And I, um, I was like, oh, bet. She coming, so I'm cool. I don't know. I don't know why Roddy made me uncomfortable. I don't know why Tink talking about sex made me uncomfortable. I don't know why. <laughs> And it made Jarrell uncomfortable. <laughs> he was right in his bag. Maybe because her, um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's her voice. Oh man, I don't, I don't know. Um, but that song, that song kind of made me like. Um, Rob or no, man. I don't be listening to her whole albums, man. Tink, Tink, you not like that. I be listening to like three, four songs in, and I'm like, what is this? Yo, this isn't crack. For a non-Howard show, I be here. (laughs) Cause last time she be here, you said you beat. I would be there, not. Oh, I said you would beat. I said what? (laughs) He is a faithful black man. Okay, if you weren't, would you? <laughs> How are we doing? Like, question, bro. Like, all I'm saying is, like, you can't give me the easy path. Like, for me, like, if you want to break through something, like, you got to stand on your own. You can't give me the easy path. I want to be down. Like, you can't do that. Well, I would say my favorite, um, different Liddy again. I thought that was a good song for the ladies because all we all can relate to, you know, having a night out with your girls. I cannot relate to the pop and the Molly part, but you know, you know, just calling up an old nigga. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, you drunk and you just call his ass up and be like, okay, friends, this is where I'm ending all my right. Yo, Naya, I gotta ask you a real question. Oh, How many times have you done the Kiki's interlude? <laughs> Jarrell, you think hey. I you think I would? What? <laughs> yeah, I've done it plenty of times, especially my best friend. <laughs> what? You know, you know. See y'all are wild, yo. I'm chilling. It was it's on the album which you would listen to, but listen because you know you always gotta have a regroup with your girls. You know <laughs> when you have a successful DA, you gotta like you got. <laughs> Did you hear that, Rob? <laughs> you 
I'm dying, fam. It's like you gotta have. Um, it's like almost like when you're doing a big team project and you gotta go over what went right and what what went wrong. Yo, I thought you said a dick team project. I said what? Hey man, if that's what you wanna call it. But you know, you gotta regroup with your girls. You gotta let them know. Because sometimes you've been talking about it for a while. You'll be like, you know what? I think I'm going to throw it at them. Or they know you done drop your location to them. I'm going to tell you like this. Real niggas don't even talk about it before it happens. <laughs> we're, not, we're not even counting our eggs before they hatch. We <laughs> women are different. Y'all just go whatever fall in y'all lap or whatever. We we like... We not right after Jarella called me. And hey, yo, Rob, um, you won't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like, yo, it's two in the morning. That's not even, no, <laughs> Rob lying on that part. <laughs> it's never been two in the morning when I've done that. Jarell is in a monogamous relationship, okay? I mean, like, for me, like, how... Yo, he said it like it was a debatable. He was like, I mean... Uh, no, I'm, I'm yeah. saying, like, for guys, certain guys, like... Guys are the worst storytellers. Girls, at least, I give them that. They'll, like, paint a picture. Dudes be like, yo, she came over, Netflix was on. Because because real niggas don't be trying to give y'all the moves. There's no build-up. Like, like, we be like, yo, I know that these moves is nice, and I don't want you to have them. Jarrell be like, so one time, her leg was on the couch, right? I'm like, nigga. No, but for me, let me give a trash story. They'll be like, yo... That's not what happened. Because yeah, we'd be amazed. Like, we'd be amazed when Jarrell actually goes through with something. When it comes to girls, you got to give a, like a play-by-play. Like, you got to let it You gotta let it be known. Because there's a lot of preparation that comes in for us. Like, we go over there with a mission, even if y'all know we're not. Like, That's a wrap. Even if y'all think we just chilling tonight, like we know before we go into the situation, like we if we giving it up tonight. So real niggas got a a a point A and a point B. We don't care how it gets there. We just be trying to get there. We like yo, we fumble this shit and get some anyway. Don't matter to me. Well, um, I hope guys have figured out the quickest way to get some is to not ask. Shit. So we know he get you know how you know how quick it is to get someone to ask. It's to not ask. Nah, I'm telling you, if they if they want to give it, it's really easy. Rob, <laughs> I know you ain't getting any. If you think that's how it goes, it's really easy. And y'all be going, y'all be trying to, y'all be trying too hard. Like, oh man, I'm trying to get. Oh, this high fruit, so high. Huh? I'm like, man, all the all the fastballs, just hit them out the park, guys. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your type of life. Well, that like pro tip to all the dudes: if you really trying to get some, don't ask for anything. Like, just just act like you you ain't going in this situation. You don't want anything from her. Then she gonna start thinking, huh? I wonder why he hasn't tried to try to, you know, get some yet. And then she gonna start thinking like, well, damn, like, is something wrong with me? That's like when the girls try to sell us that hard to get script. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you just act hard to get, you give them all the girls. That, no, come on now. In 2019... We're just middle school? In 2019, the new girls aren't on that shit. Come on. <laughs> we were raised by little kids. Trina. We don't nah, some of, some of y'all girls still play games. I think we've had a period where now girls what? are starting to switch up. 
Finally, it's because of city girls. Shout out to all my girls. We've been, listen, we've been city girls. Like, come on. Like, shout out to Stallion, new album next week. Shout, shout, out, to yeah, Megan. shout out to her. Next week, the hottie. Oh my God. Megan is, she is up. She's coming back to DC again, and I'm not going to be here. Every time she come, I just hype for no reason. Listen, I saw <laughs> this, her. This I saw her. Um, she performed at the like um, the kids like women's empowerment. Yeah, women's empowerment. And, um, and she, light, she shut it down. Life in Keisha and Sweetie. Who? When I tell you, Sweetie, she can. <laughs> She's, She's trash. Industry plant, industry plant, industry plant. But <laughs> she is garbage. But like, yeah, she can get it. Let me tell you, Sweetie and Light Skin Keisha came up with props. They had background dances. They had a full ass routine, elaborate costumes. Megan came out with a mic and had that shit rocking more than both of them girls. But shout out to Light Skin Keisha though, because she, she, she it too. But. How you shit on them and then <laughs> shout out to you though. Megan Megan came out with just a microphone had the crowd going crazy. Come on, a real talent. Came out with a mic in that ass. Listen. <laughs> crowd was going crazy. <laughs> yo, her freestyles bro be so on. Oh no, she's fire, yo. She's every, I told you I tweeted, I said, yo, she gives you everything. Like the look, the bars be there. She do gotta give me some some tracks though, like some like. Cause bangers. I don't like that sex talk. That's not. Yeah, like, like I'm not, not playing that shit. Too. And like, like Lil Kim, like she dope, but like I'm not playing that shit in my whip, like or playing that shit in my headphones. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, like Diddy Free, you could play, but like her new single, Sex Talk, isn't the one. Like yo, is it the one? Nah, it isn't. You you think that's you a one? woman? You a wait, woman? That's probably your wait, 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 wait. I was just in New Orleans like two weeks ago, right? See, moves, Rob. That's what I mean. <laughs> I was in. I was on Bourbon Street. I was in like this uh, club bar situation on on Bourbon. Right. They was playing nothing but like. You know how white people, when they play, like, hip-hop music or, like, they see black people walk in, they play, like, Yeah by Usher? Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know how it go. And then they start playing, like, some, some rock song. I was like, okay, whatever. But then, randomly, the DJ put on Sex Talk by Megan. Whew! The people went crazy. The people went crazy. Maybe I got to hear it out. I haven't been out to hear that song. <laughs> Love setting man. like listen, people go up to Megan and I No, was, I know that. I definitely know. She's that. got the fans, man. Shout out to her. And big old freak had to grow on me. Nah, yeah. I think when I finally heard it, it was cool, like the hearing the strip club and like strippers was going in, girls that was there was singing it. I'm like, Yeah, this was cool. This was a cool vibe. Like I I like going out to hear certain songs like pop in the club. Listen, I'm a freak, nasty, hot girl stand, so, hey. I thought she was sending the resume out. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> Rob got to stop. I was like, that's so effortless. Wow, wow, wow. You know how dope you'd have to be to do that? Well, keep playing, and I'm taking your role as the co-host. In one breath, in one oh, breath, she was like, I'm a freak. Man. I was like, whoa, whoa. Listen, listen I'm going to have yeah. all the female listeners get you. I was you trying to long distance mute a mic, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. No, she that's the that's all the so, man, yo. She's the goat. She's cooking. Megan the stallion is the same age as me. I really need to stop start doing more with my life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it like in a bad way. And Jarrell agrees with it. Nah, it's, I wouldn't even mean it like that. It's just like it's like when you no. find out someone in the league is your age. You're like, dog, what am I doing? Like, like old nah. guys a few months older than me. I'll be looking like, at certain cats like, and be like, nah, you six five, my guy. You were just blessed with that. <laughs> he really said, yeah. Yeah, you Yo, he said that quickly. For real? He, he didn't even take a breath. He I, was like, I need to do more. Yeah. Yeah. He said that and stared at you. Yeah. Yeah. You need. You haven't made a hit like Big Old Freak. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, Jarrell is the worst. I'm telling y'all, I'm coming back up here when I when I drop my EP then. All right, that's a bet. You already know what it is. <laughs> and I'm going to give y'all the first listen and I'm going to let Rob roast me. <laughs> yep. and I'll just I'm a supporter. I'm a supporter. You don't support? A I'm, I- I'm a stand. I stand for a queen. <laughs> so we gotta talk. You know, on my IG, I, I saw this tweet that uh, my god brother posted. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna put it on Instagram and see what people say. One album has to go. Mm-hmm. Good kid, Mad City. Take care. Mm-hmm. 2014 Forest Hills Drive mm-hmm. on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Get take care of the fuck out of here. Bye. That's, so crazy, That's ridiculous. Bro. I know. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I never want to hear Marvin's room again in my life. Get it what? out. Get it. No, get Naya out of here. Hang up, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? I never went in here, Lord knows. Yeah. Lord, what? what? Lord knows it's amazing. Cameras, the good ones go. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Doing it wrong. Hates. Come oh, on, yo. Damn. What I should get rid of. Come on. Okay, Rob. I- I'll let Rob say his take and then we can start something. <laughs> oh, my take? Yeah, what-, what goes, Rob? Oh, definitely Good Kid Man City. Rob, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you don't want me to tell you why, man? It's just it's to the point where it's like, yo, he's just that shit is annoying. And then, 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 then. like, yo, the fact is, I can point to songs on that album that I literally hate and never want to hear in my life. I don't know any of that on the other ones. I'm not just pointing to them like, yo, get that the fuck out of here. Like, take care's got a couple, but it also has like Lord knows and Underground King, so it stays. What song on Big Kid City do you want to go? Oh, swimming pools and get the fuck out of here so fast. It's not even funny. Okay. okay. Like, yo, leave. Leave. Worst song ever. Um. You're, you're dragging it. Nah, that shit is trash. Um. I, I don't like, uh, backseat freestyle like that. Your ass is gonna say that. Um. Oh, my, like, uh, like, shut the fuck up, Kendrick. It's, I don't care. Like, I'm confused. You're like, yo, Kendrick, like, I'm punching your throat. Like, I don't want to hear that anymore. Yeah, uh, right. let me see. Who, yeah, what's, what's on that song? Um, I don't really like poetic justice like that. Rob. Um, <laughs> that's three already. Yeah, that's like, that's the so three the main ones. So you don't like the two singles? And. Hey man, it's like I, I like co singles, so like what's the point? You like, like it, it ain't my fault you pick trash singles. My you fault. You rather you rather pick J. Cole's album 
First of all, Love Yours is my fa- is like one of my favorite records. <laughs> like, That's not bad. Like, okay. Like, how are we doing that? You're not getting rid of that. Sorry. So, for me, I pick Forest Hills Drive, even though Love Yours oh, is my favorite J. Cole song. Like Disrespectful. Or it's top two because premeditated murder is number one. But um, premeditated oh, finally right, get out of my ear. It's not on this podcast. But <laughs> the reason I got cold because it's like good for me. I look at albums and like what they did, how they lasted with me. So freshman year of college, take care. Like I was in North Carolina to see Cole's first album and Ambition come up. But when Take Care dropped, that was it, and it was great. Sophomore year is Kendrick, without a doubt. So then it's either Kanye or Cole. If you look at Kanye, my people drops was the fantasy change rap. Like that album is flawless, untouchable. And if you look at Cole album, Cole album is great. I think it's his best album. But then I remember that senior year, and that dropped like in December, right? So it's right for fall break. So I'm like, bet I'm about to crank this, and then let's see if it holds up in the spring. Not saying it didn't, but then. Drake drops. If you're reading, it's too late. September Butterfly comes out. Big Sean drops. Dark Sky Paradise, which is his best album. While they drop, album about nothing, which is his best album. It is just like there's so much good music. Cole just kind of got put on the back burner for real. So that's yeah. that. I will say, um, so it's wild because when I first got Take Care the album, I was in high school and somebody burned like a CD for me of the album. And for years, four years, y'all, because I never bothered to get the digital version until I was like a sophomore in college. Mm. But I went that long just listening to this actual disc. And then I like put it on my computer, my laptop and just listened to it in the order that it came on. Y'all, please tell me why I thought the album started off with cameras. (laughs) (laughs) What? I thought for you. She got the super bootleg. (laughs) (laughs) She got the joint that Jarrell got at the drop three. Yo, stop. Stop. (laughs) Miles is in order. (laughs) He was like, I'm blooded. Track one. Burn the album for me. But shout out to you for having me think that Drake's intro was cameras. And I was like, damn, Drake came with the heat. Yo, imagine your surprise that Over My Dead Body is the first song. I was so shocked when I first heard it in order because I vividly remember it going from cameras and then it went into, um, oh my God, what's the song where he's like uh, with Static Major on it? When he's talking about his grandma. Someone from cameras to look what you've done? Yes. Damn, that's not any type of order. She had that shit on shuffle. <laughs> How did you burn a CD on shuffle? shuffle Is that possible? Yo, I remember because I used to. Li- oh my god, I used to listen to that shit every day on the way to school. So I go drop my brother off, and then we we be blasting that shit. He probably in the same boat as me. Mm, that's sad. <laughs> That reminds me of them that piff days. We used to download a mixtape and you had like mashups and you like, I learned a Nas verse and I'm like, ooh, then I heard the original song. I was like, I don't know this beat at all. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. My cadence was all wrong. Yeah, so that's a fun fact about me. I just found out a few years ago that over Man, my that is hilarious. 
<laughs> and with all of that being said, you still want to get take care out of here. That's shameful, right? And the only reason why, and that's a hard choice, because even though y'all know I'm not a big Drake fan, because you remember nothing was original, and you know. <sighs> He did what he had to do with the samples on Take Care. He just, like, he had the songs, like, mostly constructed for him. That was, like, my favorite thing about Take Care was the samples, like, you know. But that's another story. But you, but you let my album with swimming pools on it. That's disrespectful. I would say Take Care was just, like, it was an amazing moment. Like, all of these albums were, like, iconic. But I just have a more personal attachment to the rest of the albums. Like, Good Kid, Mad City. Kendrick is like my like one of my favorite rappers, and especially from this era, like I, y'all can't tell me shit. Like I would take Kendrick over anybody, and that really solidified what he was going to be. Like everybody knew, like oh, Kendrick is the one, except for Rob. <laughs> yeah, no, Kendrick is Kendrick is the what? He's the one. The one of what? <laughs> the one who gets washed by J Rock all the time? Yeah, you're right. That's him. Yo, Kendrick is the one. Kendrick is the none. Look out of here. I remember. All right, P- all right, Peter Rosenberg. Y'all might not remember this, but one time I tweeted that J Rock was the best thing about Good Kid, Mad City, and Twitter got me the fuck out of there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why your account's suspended now? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yo, they did get you out of there. <laughs> Do you really want to know why I got my account? The funniest thing. Yeah, let's talk like, about it. I saw her follow me, and I was like, yo, fam, I thought I followed you already. <laughs> y'all, if y'all, y'all follow my new account, if y'all want to hear no. I'm now I'm known as Need Marnaya. But Twitter got me the fuck out of here because... Um, a vice president or a partner at Universal Music Group reported my account to them and said that I was violating their copyright because I posted a her song in 2017. Like I like somebody posted a link to her song and I reposted it on my account and they said no you're violating copyrights and they got me the fuck out of there. I do people thought I said something wild, I cussed out somebody, I offended somebody. No, I posted losing by her and Twitter said, No bitch, you don't own the right. Fam, I told y'all yo. stop fucking with Universal. This nigga Jarrell keeps trying to post Drake tracks. Yeah, that's how our podcast <laughs> and they got our podcast the first time. <laughs> Post. I'm like, yo, Jarrell, stop t- touching the bear. No, okay, and y'all, and y'all, oh, Lord, I hope nobody from Universal Music Group listens to this. I will say, edit out, Jarrell, you might just want to edit out the record label, but the said record label has a beef with Twitter. So the only way that you can get your accounts back in these situations is if the person reports you, goes back to Twitter and says, I forgive this person, give them their account back. So we were having some correspondence and he basically said that he doesn't agree with Twitter's copyright um, policies because they just let people post anything. And so this label has a vengeance against Twitter. So they they gave me a list of other social media sites to take my content to because he said that he was a fan. I was like, oh. <laughs> he, he said I make really good content and he gave me a list of places. Yo, he hit you with the gentleman curve. He did. He <laughs> I said, what? It's like when the dude be like, I respect your grind. He passes your CD back. (laughs) And you just stand there like, hey, it's $2. He was like, you have a real funny, you you have some real funny content. You should start a YouTube page. I was like, bruh. 
<laughs> Give me my account back. <laughs> I've had that account for 10 years, y'all. 10 years? Damn, Twitter been here 10 years? Years. I've been on that account since I was in ninth grade on high school talking about Cat Stats and Soldier Boy. Wow, that's just nasty. Bro, that's how, that's how I got my Twitter started. They say you know your Twitter got a virus. She's talking about cat stacks and soldier boy. I would, I would watch just a nasty Twitter. I would watch World Star Hip Hop videos and get on Twitter and give my commentary about. She cat sounds stacks. like a delinquent. And <laughs> she just do her rap things with her friends. I would give my commentary, and that's how I built up my following. Now I give a fuck. Like it's like whatever, bruh. I'm just, Yo, I'm just talk about your old Twitter. When I tell you, and it's so crazy that you and, and Taylor are like good friends now. Taylor <laughs> used to like retweet and send me your tweets all the time. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, yo, Taylor, like, I know her. You know everybody. I'm like, no, like, I can call her right now. <laughs> and then I'm like, whenever she comes to DC, y'all gonna meet. And, you know, here we are today. So. Yeah. And now I feel like I might talk to Taylor in the morning. I talk to Jerry. <laughs> That's probably true. That's like that with all the girls I know. Like, Cora talks to Taylor more than she talks to me. Uh, there's a couple other people. Ashley. Yes, yeah, a couple people. Listen. You know, to all of them, though. <laughs> because, you know, it, sometimes it's easier to talk to girls about things than it is to talk to guys. That's fair. I guess. And since we're on that subject, look at the segue. Red Table Talk, you know, sent Twitter on fire with Aisha Curry's comments. Oh my God! As as the female representative tweet, on tweet, today's episode, twinkle, twinkle. the official female representative of the show at this point. That's fair. You can you can take that title. <laughs> There's really no one that can challenge you. So, what is your opinion? Of These are all bird said? calls. Because Rob has an interesting take, Ooh. but I want to hear your take first. Rob, you about to be asking what happened to your ass if you keep making a song. put in what happened to the boy. I tried to make the sound, but I'm laughing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, Rob, out of here. Oh, um, so I would like to say y'all really need to chill the fuck out on Aisha Curry. And let me tell you why. Are you saying y'all as in Rob and I or y'all as in... I said y'all. The general public who are going... I said one word to her. The general public who's going... (laughs) Now, I will say if Aisha would have kept her mouth shut about how women dressed in the past, she probably wouldn't be getting the reactions that she's getting now. (laughs) However... However, I think what she uh, got very misconstrued by, oh people not, by people who did not watch the whole interview. Now, y'all gotta think about it. Aisha Curry has been with them since she was 15. And, uh, no, don't do this, Rob. And they got married in their early 20s. And they had they started having kids in their early 20s. She's 30 years old with three kids and a whole, and a whole husband her husband for almost she just turned 30 so let me tell you why she's been married almost 10 years and she's almost and she's only 30 so when i was saying aisha didn't get the chance to have a whole phase she didn't get the chance to have niggas out here calling her and (laughs) 
problem. I, I think I saw Ice. He said like a girl. I, once you know a girl's been through her whole phase, she's ready to be white. Listen, I'm good. It helps you because you learn in the process that niggas are annoying. You learn that you do not want the attention, you do not want the stress, and you just be like, man, it ain't nothing out in these streets for me. Let me get a good man. She had it. And on top of that, I can't. I haven't had any kids, and I don't plan on having any for a long ass time. But I can imagine when you have kids, it does a lot to your body and your mind. So you probably, she probably doesn't look at herself as being a desirable person. So people are trying to act like she shouldn't seek validation from other people, but all people do. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. People, to a certain extent, seek validation from people. So if she doesn't feel that within herself and she feels insecure, who are we to say that she shouldn't be out here saying, oh, I don't, I want to feel like I still got it? None of y'all know what it feels like to be married to a man or a woman where everything is all about them. He's always going to be the most important and the most famous to the public. Why can she not feel like, well, dang, like, what about me too? What's, why are her feelings valid? Now, I know one of y'all going to negate that, so let me hear it. Rob, go ahead. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. <laughs> what? Bam. All of <laughs> I usually curry. Shout out to you. You're right. Everybody seeks validation from people. Cool. You just got on national, well, I don't even know if it's television anymore, but you know what it means. On the internet. You on the internet talking about, like, you, how, what? I can't even, like, (laughs) Steph's getting attention from girls. He's not even asking for the attention. He ain't out there like, hey, yo, I'm Steph. I'm popping. What about me? You not hitting three-pointers? What you famous for? What you done? Why you see this dude, for all intents and purposes, like... We don't have, like, we have the, we don't have the whole story, obviously. But from our perspective, what, what is he not doing as a husband? Nothing. You the interview? Yeah. You watched the whole interview? Or did you click that was on the internet? The whole interview. Mm. It was a good interview. (laughs) Like, what? For I'm me, like, why I'm am I not like, getting attention from these other dudes? Yeah, so, huh? so let, let me you say this wrong. Right. The point of what she was saying. <laughs> Can I interject? Let me go let me ahead real quick. So, <clears throat> I, I I I agree with your take, Naya, in the sense where I think some of the things she said in the past is also why she's being vilified more than the average person who could have said something like this. Um, I do think, you know, you having three kids before 30, that does, it takes a, a strong person to really, like, be comfortable with who they are. So I get that. 
But to basically say, and it could have been worded differently, but to basically say, like, Steph getting a whole bunch of girls. I want my way, DMs to be popping, too. <laughs> but no one's looking at me. It's like, what? And again, I understood what she meant. But that word choice, and, you know, in this era, it's like even... Y'all jumped on Jay, right? I'm, I'm paralleling... We'll get the Jay. I'm paralleling it to... Uh, the, the anchor in Baltimore that says something about uh, the black women or whatever, she got fired. Even though what she said wasn't necessarily wrong. I don't know what she said. So. It's just like you what gotta she, you gotta hit the you gotta hit on the head. What she said. Hundred percent. Um, let me actually go look it up real quick. <laughs> it's about to be something flagrant. <laughs> but that's why I feel with Aisha. Like I just think wrong word, right viewpoint, wrong word choice. I think men are just very quick to tell women about how they should feel about stuff. And I just don't agree with people like t- saying like, dang, Aisha, you married to a basketball player. Like, dang, what you got to worry about? Your husband a millionaire. Like, Damn, you can feel that. Like, yo, you can say I would like to feel one about other people. That's cool. She said I want to feel the Literally what she just said was like, my nigga is popping. Why am I not popping? That's a different statement. No, I will say... Saying I want to feel loved or I want to feel desired is cool. Saying this man got women all over him, why don't I have niggas over me? It's a completely different statement. Oh, and just to interject before y'all continue, the uh, the Baltimore anchors. She was talking about if you didn't know, like the th- the mayor just got um, she resigned for her little scandal. Mm-hmm. And in the last three mayors in Baltimore, have been women and been black. And the mayor and the anchor who's white was like, maybe we need to see a new mayor, like a different perspective. And they got her out of here. Okay. Like, oh, she's racist. What? I can you can't say that. I can see why they got her ass out of there. What? You can't get on there and say she's like maybe we need a different kind of we need a different kind of leadership. Get the fuck out of here! Stop! I'm telling you what was said. Don't well, let don't me get on that. I'm going on CNN and say, "Yo, Donald Trump's yeah. a white man. Oh, white man. Maybe we need a different type of person. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna get me out of here." Now, Jarrell, you said I see she didn't sit necessarily. Yo, Jarrell had the cape. I didn't have the cake. I'm Milk just lockout over here. I told you, fam. <laughs> Yo, you really tripping. <laughs> you, no, okay. I could definitely see why she got out of here. Oh, I'm not saying I don't see why she didn't get fired. Like, I, she said, fam, that's the most shadiest comment I've ever heard in my life. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, but it's up there. It's not. Some, it's up there. People And to say that on television? Some people are more bold than that. She yeah, said. Her was, she said. Um, she asked if it were time for the city to see a different kind of le- leadership, and then that's what got her out of here. What? Dang. What do you see about that? That's relatable. No, what I do see. you understand about that? Okay. He was saying he agreed. Like it's a lot of scandals going on. Yeah, it's a lot of scandals, and it just so happens. And it's that because that they're black. The last three mayors are black women. Yo, I hope the next twenty mayors are black. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not saying that it's Baltimore first. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't Juan Dixon like aunt the mayor or something? I have no idea, Rob. <laughs> That's 
a random ass fact. Like, it is. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> what did Juan Jesus us a bear? So yeah, that's what I was comparing it to. But yeah, I can continue. Like, dang! Shout out to Baltimore. Nah, no shout out to Baltimore. Dang. Baltimore, you suck. <laughs> But my thing, and, and I, I want to ask you, to me, like, two of the most vilified women on Twitter is Aisha Curry and Sierra for their stances with men. I know, like, Sierra was like, this is how I got my husband. Y'all should do that. And it's just like, girl, you got a sucker. Like, I, What'd you that. say? What did she say? I don't... He was like, girl. Come on, Rob. I know who you're talking to. Like, where's the no, no one heard that. <laughs> You know, but I think sometimes with, with Sierra and Aisha, it's like, I feel like they both get vilified for the same reason of yep. having this whole pick me attitude. <laughs> <laughs> like, when Sierra was telling women to walk in the spirit of a wife, it's like. Fam, fam, you was just drinking lean with future. Stop playing me. Well, Stop this, playing me. What's the spirit of a wife? But I also see women telling Sierra to drop the prayer that she got for for Russell because we tired of dealing with. Have you seen those music videos? We tired. She's got more than a prayer. Of dealing with (laughs) (laughs) niggas like Rob. (laughs) (laughs) You sent me a Sierra video. I'm Russell Wilson. Russell, not a Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot, we're all Russells if we get the Sierra. This guy. Okay. Jarrell sends Jarrell, or Taylor sends Jarrell a Sierra video. He ain't going to Jamaica. <laughs> I'm gonna just ignore that. <laughs> okay, before we get up out of here tonight, um, I gotta ask you this. You so, went in the playoffs? Nah, nah, we already spoke in the playoffs. I want to have you talk about the playoffs. <laughs> Man, so bunch. the other day was the five year anniversary of Salaj beating Hove for his alleged cheating. Why was the Beehive celebrating that as an active Beehive member? Okay, as an active Beehive member, um, and I I think my my ranks in the Beehive has went up this year. So thank you to all of my fellow members who have constantly supported my membership throughout this. I don't even know this person. Um, so I personally, um, I'm speaking on behalf of other Hive members and please don't drag me. Okay. (laughs) Because we do drag each other within the community. Um. Rob is an avid dragger, but yeah, continue. (laughs) Rob, we would never let him in the beehive. First of all, I've been in part of the beehive. What are you talking about? I'm a stand. I've been. What? What? I wouldn't let you in my chapter. (laughs) You are a hater. (laughs) Anyways, so there are a lot of, I mean, we all know this. There are a lot of Beyonce fans who still don't fuck with Jay-Z to this day. And for me, I separate the two because y'all know how highly I speak of Jay-Z like he's my goat. He was whole before he met me. Yeah, but like, I started him around the same time, but I never, like, it. of course it crosses because they share amazing kids, so I also stand for, but it's like I can keep it separate. Um, 
But there are a lot of Beyonce fans who just like, she needed to divorce that nigga. She needed to get her a new nigga. He needed to bounce. He should have never cheated on her. He deserved to get his ass beat. So that's why people were celebrating. And also, it was just like, it, it also gave us like that moment when Beyonce came on the track and was like, a lot of shit go down when it's a billion dollars on the elevator. Like, come on. When she, when she gave that line, a lot of people be like, if we went for the elevator, we went and got a seat at the table, lemonade and 444. Hey, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, there are people who believe that. My thing is, if we would have, if mm. guys were to start saying, hey, yo, this is the day that Chris beat Rihanna, y'all would lose y'all everlasting minds. So for mm. women, right. mm. the champion Solange, like, yeah, look at her give Jada two piece. What? No, I agree. I think what? I don't think it's nothing to celebrate, but you, but people think that, you know, Jay Z deserved to get his ass beat for cheating on their queen. But hey, to each their own. In the wise words of future, it's the evil world we live in, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> He's the ghost. <laughs> shout out to Sierra. Yeah, shout out, shout out to my um, my mom and dad, Jay Z and Beyonce. Shout out to my little sister, Blue. Oh. My other little sister, Rumi, and my little brother, Sir. Is there anything you want to add to it, Rob, or did I, I take your point? I mean, come on, man. I'm just saying. As long as as long as we know it's a double standard. Okay. Like, that's all that matters. That's fair. It, no, it, it is. It definitely is. It's a double standard for men and women on certain topics. Some people, We hold each other accountable on different levels for a lot of things. Yeah. That's crazy. That's real. But even though we have other topics for real, I just feel like we've definitely gone over our limit. And I think the audience would appreciate enough content like we've given already. So we just want to speed up the shout outs. Naya, um, tell everybody what you're doing. You know, what's up next with you and shout out whoever you want to shout out. Yeah. So um, y'all follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Need More Naya. It's need more n-i-y-a-h y'all can follow me there with more hot takes and actually um my next venture is that i'm starting uh to do freelance work uh if you you may or may not know, I work in um, public relations and digital marketing, um, mostly working with uh, entertainment and consumer brand um, clients. But I'm starting to do some freelance work, so that's what's next. And I'm, I'm really thinking about starting a YouTube channel. I know everybody's doing it, but I really want to start one to talk about reality shows. I feel like that only I watch. So y'all let me know if I should do that, if I should pursue that. I think you should. And you, even though I guess you, you lost the, the melodic thunder following, you can easily get that back. Like, yeah, yeah, I can build Yo, it. did you block Universal? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, they really the feds out here on Twitter streets. I'm de- being dead serious, y'all. Yeah. Y'all be they have someone whose entire position we have a whole department dedicated to searching through Twitter and nobody they got you out the paint they got me off the fucking paint y'all for something I did in 2017 
But it's okay. I'm working on getting my account back. Damn. I, I talked with some contacts at Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm working. I'm working on it. <laughs> Well, in the meantime, y'all follow my my new account, and you know we gonna get shit back popping there. And, you know, <laughs> we gonna see. Fuck with you. Thought I was safe, but at the stage I would be wasting time. So I gotta raise the stakes. You know they weigh your time. We not even speaking. I know the reason you ain't available. This shit is easy. You're gonna need me. Better believe you do. Don't you be sleepy, niggas deceiving. Stay on your P's and Q's. I know you see that you with a breezy, baby. I'm scared of you. One missed call, two times taken up, three FaceTimes, one night picking up, five you play. What you gonna say? What you gonna tell me? Yeah, yeah. Don't try and tell me you at your cousin's house. I'm right outside and this ain't your cousin's house. Side chicks, it's the season. Ain't no weekdays or no weekends. My girl says you. 